return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. If you want to join us. Comedian Mike Cannon will be here in the 8 o'clock hour. The Marty Ray Project will be performing live in the 9 o'clock hour. Right now it is time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Look down at your feet right now. Everybody except for Mike has shoes on their feet and you need them. I can tell because I can see the foot cam. I'm wearing shoes. I'm wearing flip-flops. Oh, you are? Okay. They come and, they come, they come and go. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but, you know, you need shoes. Where are you going to go? Pelt Shoes. That's the perfect way to go. By the way, people always send me, and thank you very much, send me stuff on social media. Hey, I whispered your name. I got 10% off my entire order. That's a lot of money. I saw yeah. a guy the other day, he saved like $47 wow. off his whole order. Yeah, so get into a Pelt Shoes near you. Find the perfect fit. They will help you there. Uh, they have all different shoes for men, women, kids, whatever you're looking for. And make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. You get 10% off your entire order. Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit. Uh, so the White House and the Senate both approved the $1.9 trillion corona relief bill, coronavirus relief bill. Uh, the only thing separating Americans from a $1,400 stimulus check is a signature from President Joe Biden. That's supposed to happen tomorrow, I believe. The American uh, Rescue Plan Act is expected to be signed by President Biden tomorrow, and uh, stimulus payments could start being sent out within days of him signing it. Wow. That means Americans could start seeing the money as early as next week. Maybe Balls could pay me back now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first people, and I doubt Balls falls into this category, the first people to receive the uh, checks are likely those who have direct deposit set up with the IRS. Uh-huh. Uh, Americans who don't have direct deposit will have to wait for the payments to be produced and sent a process that uh, can be time-consuming, uh, although I did read that I guess President Joe Biden will not be signing those like oh. uh, like uh, President Trump did, and everybody had a you know uproar about right, that. Right. But so if you have a direct deposit, you may be seeing your uh, checks here in uh, the next uh, few days. So yeah, that must be nice. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're if you're like I could use a little bit of help, and then boom, it just shows up in your bank account, right? Yeah, it must be nice. Nice little thing, yeah. I'm excited. Uh, by the way, did you see the guy, uh, I think it was Poolside. Man, he he tweets a lot to us. He listens all the time. We appreciate that. Too much. But he, oh, too much <laughs> because it's bad stuff about you? Probably. Uh, he was like, uh, I'm going to get my pool redone. I just got a new outdoor kitchen. I'm thinking about getting a Ferrari, this and that, whatever. Why don't I get a stimulus check? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm stimulating the economy with my purchases. Yeah. Really like that. And the economy appreciates it. You're welcome. Uh, there is a new bipartisan bill in the Senate to make Sunday's time change. By the way, just so you know, Sunday is the time change. Uh, the final one ever in the country, which makes a lot of sense to end the time change. Standard like time. It. Listen, here's the thing, though. Standard time might have made sense 100 years ago when it was established for, like, tr- train travel and all that stuff. But now we're doing it because we've always done it. Daylight saving time has been uh, connected to fewer car accidents Lower risk for heart attacks and strokes, fewer robberies, and less energy usage. I don't know how, but that's the stats that they gave. Uh, So if this becomes a law before November, we'll just stay on daylight saving time for good and no changing back in the fall. I don't. I don't like that at all. I like it when it gets dark early, and I think that it'll. uh, I'm. I'm being serious. For some reason, I'm in that. Well, I guess it's because I get up so early. I right. want it to be. I want it to be darker earlier, and I like when we get a little bit of a break. I like when it changes it up a little bit. But I, I don't like when it gets dark early because then I'm like, well, what's going on? Did I fall asleep for a year? What happened? Why is it? You know what I mean? It just seems weird. It's like it's six o'clock. It's already pitch black out. This is terrible. I don't feel like I can fully get ready to unwind and get and be done for the night until it's dark out. Mm. But I think I, a lot of people, a lot of people that work normal nine to five jobs would like a little bit more daylight so they can go out for a walk or they can do whatever, you know, do different activities outside after they get home instead of getting home and going, well, I guess I go to bed and then back to my miserable job. The other reason why I heard that makes more sense is that kids 
have to go to the bus stop in the morning and you don't want them sitting out there while it's pitch black dark. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that I understand because yeah. I had to do that when I was a kid. So change it. Let's I mean, change. whatever happens. It's not Let's affect anything. Yeah. I really get excited about the fall back, though, because that's great when you're like, I get a whole extra hour Saturday into Sunday. It's good, for, go. bar- it's good for bars, too. Oh, you're yeah. like, what? It's an hour or yeah. Right. They should still do the bar holiday, though. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to change the clocks, but we'll let the bars once a year have an extra hour. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, so this is something that we probably knew we were going to be high in this, but I didn't know whether it was this uh, drastic. Nine out of the 15 most dangerous cities for pedestrians are in Florida. So nine Ooh. out of the 15 most dangerous that are Florida. So Miami's up there. Uh, yeah, well, Tampa St. Pete comes in at number eight. Uh, drivers hit and killed 53,435 pedestrians, more than 17 people per day on average throughout the country between 2010 and 2019. But I need to see the, the stats on that. How many are over 75? Yeah, sure. Yeah, and under, you know, kids that run mm-hmm. out in traffic and stuff. Uh, the number of people killed while walking has been on a steady rise each year, growing by 45% over the most recent decade. Uh, there's a map up on Bone TV that shows you all the different places and what they're uh, ranked at. But you can see Orlando. You can see Walkers in are there. a lot like motorcycle guys. They think that everything they do on the road is the most important thing. Yeah. So, so if uh, walkers want to walk down there... Walking in their little mom groups of fast walking, elbows up in the air. They, they expect you to stop and do everything for them. So I clip one every once in a while just to let them know who's boss. Yeah, what? just no. teach them a lesson. Just yep. to teach them a, just a little, little shot bit. in the yeah. hip. Yeah. yeah, that'd be what? nice with that Lincoln. You could do the suicide doors. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of the worst accidents I saw live was uh, in Amsterdam. They got all the bikes, you know, and tourists sometimes don't realize that the bikes always have the right of way. Yeah. And it was nighttime, and uh, a guy got nailed. I mean, plowed into by this guy on the bike, and the guy in the bike got up and just started yelling in this dude's face. Oh, sure. Like, oh, God, if you go sucks. to California, California, uh, you can just, you can be reading a paper and walk out in the street oh, and they have to right. stop for you. Yeah. But, and if you don't uh, stop and you come close, they go nuts on you because they know you're a tourist. But also, uh, here's the thing, back to what you were saying, Mike, uh, just because you have the right of way, like if the walk sign is uh, white and it shows a little walking guy, don't just willy-nilly go, eh, I'm walking. Right. Still look, because there's people that aren't paying attention. Not that that's right, but I'm just letting you know you don't want to get hit by a car because somebody's texting or doing whatever. Nope. I see people do that all the time. I got to tell you, right out front of the station here, there is a light, and you turn left to go down 4th Street to get onto 275. But that light turns green, and that means that the pedestrians can walk. And so many times, I go, this is the world. Why am oh. I... Able to turn left for real while they're walking. That doesn't make any <laughs> yeah. sense, and it's not their fault. They're getting a light that says they can go. I'm getting a light that says I can go. Luckily, I'm looking because otherwise, I just run these people over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it did happen one time where I went to go, and there was a lady walking across, and I had to slam my brakes Ooh. on, and I gave her the both hands up. Sorry, <laughs> like you know, and I wasn't blaming her, but I was like, you know, we both have the. That says go. Yeah. I, th- I thought I was going to have to shoot a guy yesterday. Really? Yeah, I was going down 54, going towards 41. Yeah. And something was going on. They The railroad things, crossing things have come down. So traffic is backing up and backing up and backing up. And I had to pick up Juliana from school, so I'm getting closer and closer slowly. I'm kind of weaving in a little bit. And some guy gets out of his car and just goes walking through the traffic. He he walked through the traffic, walked up on the side. I mean, I assumed he was going to see what was going on and why we were all just sitting there. But then he came back, and he walked back, and he walked right towards my car, right up to my passenger window, and then he made a fist, like the knock on the window. I swear to God, he made the fist, and he brought his arm back, almost shot him through the window. Uh. And then he tapped gently on the window. I rolled it down, and he was like, can you do me a favor? And I go, What? And he goes, can you just move up a little? I have to go around and go. I'm going to go up on the sidewalk. I have a doctor's appointment. I can't. I was like, oh, okay. So he actually went and I followed him. That was great. Nice. It was a great thing, yeah. But um, I, I, you got to <laughs> be careful. Sorry to shoot you, guy. Well, you got yeah. you, you to be careful. <laughs> you almost you had a hospital car. appointment. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I almost got you to the yeah. doctor real quick, sir. Yeah. I mean, he, he aggressively walked up to my window with a fist out. I mean, I, I get it now what he was doing, but... It seemed like it was uh, it was too aggressive. I got, I got nervous for a second. I was like, "What? What? What do you want?" <laughs> and then, um, uh, I thank God I know the back roads. I was able to go down forty one, dip around it, but I still don't know if that thing was just stuck down or what because there was no train mm. and that traffic just sat there. Crazy.
Uh, Elon Musk lost tens of billions of dollars last week. Good. But he made it all back on Tuesday. Uh, Following a 20% rally in Tesla's uh, stock, Musk made $25 billion on one day. Yeah, but you know what, though? he That's going to be his whole life. He's going to lose a bunch one right. day and make yeah. it back the next day. So but, he's uh, he's back to $174 billion, according to Bloomberg uh, Billionaires Index. So I think he's going to be okay. He'll, much, he'll be all right. How much Bitcoin did he buy? One and a half billion? Yeah, one and a half billion, yeah. So, and Bitcoin went down to 40-something, and now it's back up to 56. The Dogecoin, which he was promoting for a while before he bought it, uh, is still stalled under five. Um, or just add five, but uh, that's not going anywhere. And I don't know what Tesla's doing, but he's, you know, that's just always going to happen for him. He's going to lose. I mean, it's it's kind of like the average person's investment. You lost $1,000 today, you lost 2000 tomorrow, but then you make up $3,000 next mm-hmm. week. So it's not that even though it's big numbers, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, Gio, you have an Apple Watch, right? I do. Uh, Mike, you probably have one, but you don't wear it. Yep. Don't know where it is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. I believe Mo got one from somebody at one point. Yep. Uh, he set up a GoFundMe. Yeah, that's what it was. A GoFundMe. Uh, well, a guy in New Hampshire named William Rogers uh, was uh, ice skating alone on Sunday when he fell through the ice, which is a scary thing. He wound up using his Apple Watch to call 911. Smart. Yeah, because he was, you know, starting to freeze and doing all that stuff. And he told him he had about 10 minutes. Well, firefighters showed up about five minutes later and saved his life. But uh, quick thinking to use your Apple Watch because he said he he was uh, trying to, like, walrus up onto the ice. And it just kept breaking, breaking, you know, so he couldn't get out of the water. Ugh. Yeah, that's scary. I would never go uh, on the water by myself. No yeah, way. that's yeah. a bad idea. That's a bad yeah. idea. You definitely want to, if you did, definitely tell somebody and yeah. be like, hey, I'm going to be out there for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. If it's any longer, hmm, come and get me with a rope Yeah, something. Like anytime I take medicine before I go to bed, like if I take anything like to help me sleep or whatever, I always tell my wife, hey, just so you know, I took this just in case. I'm unresponsive right. or something. Oh, you know, yeah. They, they, they want to know what's going on. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, so this is the video we were talking about uh, last break before we went to break here. Uh, ESPN Columbia, a broadcaster over there named Carlos Orduz, uh, was crushed by a falling piece of wall inside the studio during a live broadcast this on Tuesday amazing. evening. During a discussion, a loud crash interrupted the broadcast, and the uh, falling set landed directly on Carlos, slamming him into a table. Uh, After the show, he wrote on his Twitter that he had a medical checkup. He's doing okay, aside from some bruising and the uh, blow he took to the nose here. But uh, if you look at Bone TV, here we go. If you watch this before you play it, this thing falls on it. It's a wall of video that falls off the wall and hits him in the back. And the violent part is not it falling on his back, but then the thrust that forces his face into the counter. Oh, it's an accordion. Oh, my God. God. Here we go, Joe. Here we go. <laughs> Watch it. Slow mo. Okay. And slow motion. Even in slow motion, it goes so fast. Yeah. 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 Oh. It falls on him slow, but his head hits so fast. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's a huge video wall falling on him. It has to be so, so much weight. Look at how oh. big that thing is. Yeah. Whiplash, It's man. not just like a TV. It's a video wall. He's got to sue the hell out of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's definitely negligence right there. Somebody did not put that thing away uh, the right way. Yeah. That's just, that's awful. I And so, what I don't understand is how is that guy okay? He smashed his face into that desk. He must be bl- must have bled from his nose. Well, I think, I think the thing that helped him is look at the desk pushes out, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he wasn't hitting, like, solid mass where it pushed a little bit, but right. it's still not good. I mean, uh, oh, dude, oh. Do you think the guy next to him was like, oh, gosh, thank God. It's on me. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad I sat here. How did they not all just immediately get up and be like, the studio's falling apart. We got to get out of here. The host was just like, I. Yeah. Yeah. He's like tranquilo. He's like tranquilo. Calm down. I was like, calm down. The guy's almost dead. If that wall just fell down on Joe right now, I think we would have the same reaction. You'd just stare and look. Uh, I'm so sleepy. I might be like, hey, dude. (laughs) He threw it to commercial. He was like, all right, let's take a break. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I I would Uh, imagine. You have to go to break and then lift the wall off this guy and see if you could find the rest of his face. But also, wouldn't you think maybe that there was an earthquake or something happening? Yeah, totally. uh, 
Let's get to the doorway. I, I bet ESPN wished there was an earthquake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they're going to get so sued. Uh, there is a uh, 56-year-old guy named Glenn Yothers. I don't know if he's related to Tina, uh, from Pennsylvania. And he's been uh, the treasurer at his church for the past 12 years. Well, a few years ago, the church's bills were so far behind that their utilities actually got shut off. And when the other board members looked into the finances, they found at least $150,000 was missing. Sure. That's when the police got involved. Turns out old Glenn had embezzled that money over the course of the uh, years and spent most of it on what? What did he drugs. spend it? $150,000 on drugs. Hookers. Online porn. Online, Online porn. porn. That's the one. You got it. What? Third guess gets it. Uh, webcam porn site called Flirt for Free. Ooh. It's not free, is it? not free. No, you can flirt for free, but uh, you got to pay to play. Yeah. Uh, but when the cops confronted Glenn, he tried to explain that what he did wasn't stealing. He was donating the money to charity because he was giving the money to the performers on the site to help them out. So he was still a good church person. He's a man of God. Uh, yeah, he was arrested uh, this week and charged with theft by deception and theft by unlawful taking. Now, uh, what, have I, what did I teach you about these sort of things? You're going to get caught. You're going to get caught. Doing it too long. Doing it too long. Now, also, if you're going to take the money... You can only take cash because they can't prove they can't prove that you took it if you don't if you just took hard cash. So my friend Joey used to rob the the uh, church every week. He worked in the uh, in the rectory. But I'm saying it casually. This is when we were in high school. Uh, he worked in the rectory, and they would collect the money on on the weekends on Saturday and Sunday for the masses. They would collect it, then they would on um, Wednesday they would organize it and count it all. So between Sunday and Wednesday, the money just sat in the vault, unorganized and uncounted. Mm. And Joey would just go in and pilfer some of the cash. Now, unless you're caught red-handed on a camera, which they didn't really have back in the early 80s, he uh, he was just stealing, you know, a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there at a time, and nobody ever noticed. And he didn't do anything stupid with the money. He didn't go out and buy a car. He, he would pay for pizza, everyone. Like, enough for us to go, where are you getting all this money, you know? Um, I told you, I think I told you a story. Remember those big yellow Sony Walkmans that were so cool for a little while? Yeah, yeah. They, uh, we went he, we went to the record store and bought one. Then we walked to the bus stop to get the bus, and he pulled it out of the box and it dropped it, and it broke the little glass on the on the little cassette screen. Uh-huh. And he just went back in and bought another one. And he was like, you can have this one. And I go, oh. that one works fine. And he goes, yeah, I just bought another one. Because the church was paying for it. Right, right. So uh, he had a good racket going for a while, and then when he... Uh, when he had got enough money put aside, he quit. So then he was safe. Yeah. You, you got to get out before they get you. Yeah, but the after a while, they're going to point fingers. They're going to go, somebody has got access. And Joe, Joey's long gone at that point. Right. Well, I was going to say the only uh, problem with that is that they know that no one's stealing the money anymore, but they never knew because they weren't counting because it. Because it wasn't so, counted. Yeah. He got it before it was counted. He Joe. got the Lufthansa money. Yeah. Right. It was just sitting there waiting while mm-hmm. Frenchie was the only security guard. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're looking but- at him. A buddy of mine who may have used to work at a hut that served pizza, uh. he was the manager, and he would, you know, someone would order a pizza, and he wouldn't ring it up, and he would just oh. give them the pizza, sure. and then he pocket exactly that, pack the money. So I like anytime, like I was broke, I'd be like, hey man, and he'd like get beer drinking money to go to the bar every night, but he get like seventy five bucks, hundred bucks, and that was it, just That's for that great. night to go out drinking. Yeah, pizza doesn't get, it was gonna get hurt. Yeah, that. And he ran that scam for a long time, but still only. For beer drinking money after yeah. work, you know. But what's the greedy. problem there is get get you on the yeah. camera after a while. Yeah, I mean this is you know fifteen years ago. Right, you would have so. been. Yeah, that's pretty good. This yeah. good games you can run if you're really if you're really smart. Man, I forget but, how old you are, Gio. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring it down. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. You know. I'm just saying. Good comeback. (laughs) You know, I'm not, you know. Age is just a number to me. (laughs) I put the picture of you and my son on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And a lot of comments about your medium shirt. It's not medium. This is a a regular size medium. Doesn't it? it, Maybe you're not a regular size medium. I'm a very regular size. You work out, so it looks good on you. My mom tells me I'm regular. You're You're muscular, but it is medium. All right, I'll get new clothes. No, I don't. I don't gotta care. Get new. Can I? Silly, can silly. I go see what Joey's got in his closet? <laughs> I guess if he just wants to give anything away. <laughs> mm-hmm. we're, we're, you need a uh, third sound bar. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> These guys helped me clean the garage yesterday. It was a good. It was a really good session. 
not I mean, I was one step closer to my dream of having elves to do work for me. <laughs> yeah. They were climbing on top of each other. That's right. They were it was right. it was pretty good. Yeah. We got a lot done in the in the garage to make it look a little bit more presentable when guests come in. And we went through a lot. We threw a lot of stuff away. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff. Did you get door prizes? We did get door well, prizes. Last time I got a Keurig machine when we <laughs> yeah. in the garage. What? I got well, a sound bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Joe's very upset that I got uh, Joey's members only jacket. Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 He's already got a sound bar, but he needs another one. Well, the, <laughs> yeah. the best. You have a whole house. I mean, come oh, okay. on. Take it easy. The best was last, That's uh, a great jacket, last night. Joey was getting ready to go to bed, and he goes in the laundry room. I go, what are you looking for? He goes, I have a zip-up jacket I can't find, and I was like, "Well, would I give it away to one of the? <laughs> I give it away to one of the elves? No, you're we safe. We give it back. Totally oh different. God. Yeah. Spanish needs to be able to hear the movies he cries to. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a 22-year-old woman anonymously posted a story on Reddit about her three-year uh, relationship ended recently with her 24-year-old boyfriend because he noticed she was making a lot of suspicious trips out of the home. Uh, he confronted her last week for cheating on him. And dumped her. But that's not what was happening, according to her. He's a vegan, and she was sneaking out to McDonald's to eat meat. Yeah. Uh, he didn't believe her, but she swears that it's true. Now she's trying to figure out how to prove it to him. Uh, she said, quote, I never thought my relationship would end over something this stupid. Receipts. Yeah, I have a feeling yeah. she was sneaking out to get meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, Injections. Because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. if you were, obviously, she's definitely play- paying with a credit card at least once. You know right, I mean? right, yeah. So all you have to do is pull up your bank statement and show that you went to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly there's a problem with that relationship. Yes. <laughs> uh, Spanish, now I know that you grew up in South Florida. Correct. I got to tell you, this guy lives in South Florida. This could oh, be man. this could be your real father. I'm oh, just saying. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, there's a 40 year old guy named uh, Demetrio Lopez. He almost crashed into a gas pump at a Circle K Circle K station near Naples, Florida, last week, and uh, someone called the cops. When the police showed up, he claimed his car wouldn't start. <laughs> then they then said that he didn't have the keys. Then realized he did have the keys. They were just in his pocket. And then when uh, they asked to see his license, he pulled out a bag of marijuana edibles. <laughs> First, he tried to claim that they were just regular candy, but the cops saw cannabis infused on the label. Oh, man. Uh, and the uh, brand name, Dank Gummies. Oh, after that, yeah, after that, uh, uh, Lopez claimed that they were his girlfriends and that she got them legally because she has cancer. Uh, it's not clear if that's true or if he even had a girlfriend. Eventually, they found more edibles along with a bag of cocaine. Oh. Yeah. And now he's facing several drug charges. Spanish, is this your father? Show the picture, please. Oh, Dad? <laughs> oh, that could be. Oh, that, my God. That could be. Listen, that is uh, Dirty T's dad. I'm telling you. <laughs> Dirty T's dad. I hate that you remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's our 9-11. That's exactly what Dirty T looks like. <laughs> uh, there's a 50-year-old guy named Eric Warren from Texas, and back in the summer of 2019, he went to a car dealership to test drive a BMW. They let him try it out solo, so he test drove the BMW over to the bank and robbed the place. <laughs> he pulled uh, out something that looked like a gun. He demanded $10,000 and then took off. Uh, he's headed straight back to the dealership and tried to use that money to buy the BMW. Uh, <laughs> but while he was doing the paperwork, the cops called the dealership to let them know one of their cars was seen at a uh, bank robbery that just went down. The staff, staff connected the dots and uh, kept Eric there until the cops showed up. He was in court this week and pleaded guilty to bank robbery. He was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Oh, look at him. He looks Aww. like he's sorry. I, I I think it's great that he he went on a test drive and tried to rob a bank yeah. with a test yeah. drive car. I thought that was great. Uh, I'm sorry. He didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Look at that face. <laughs> guy. Uh, so this, I, I think we probably all knew this, but there is a study. Heterosexual men are more willing to assist women when the women have, quote, visibly erect nipples. <laughs> Particularly... <laughs> When the assistance involves greater interaction with them, that's according to a new uh, research published by Evolutionary Behavioral Behavioral Sciences. The authors of the new study had previously found that men 
Uh, for men, nipple erection serves as an indicator of sexual arousal, so men perceive women that have that to be sexually aroused, so they'll be more willing to help them. And as soon as I read this story, I, all I thought it was Jennifer Aniston right. from Friends. She is constantly... Yes. It's, yeah, it must yeah. have been freezing on that set. I don't, I don't believe that that is anything uh, about arousal. Like if I'm with a woman and I see that, I'm not like, oh, she's into me. Look, bing, bing. I just think she's cold. Yeah, I right. Never, but I mean, I also, I obviously it does have to do with you know if you're touching and doing that, but cold as well. There's many reasons. Could just yeah. be you know whatever. Whenever I see a woman that's doing that through her shirt, I find it very hard. Not to just stare and ogle the entire time. It makes I, me I feel more uncomfortable. Same way when a mother is breastfeeding the child. That's not fair, though. I, I know it's, it's not. All... I know, but it, here's the thing. I think it's beautiful. I don't care if you did it in a restaurant. I don't care if you did it in front of my kids. I don't think they do it, but I can't help but yeah. look at it, you know? And and it's not even always sexual. Sometimes I just want to see where I want to be like, what, what's going on there? Let me yeah. see how that works. You know what I mean? And then Let sometimes me see how that works. Sometimes yeah, it's sexual. You, know, you want to know? Yeah. Because I heard something when I was young that I've always been curious about, and that's a uh, a woman's lip color matches their... The areola? Yeah. yeah. And I always well, wonder if that's know, true. Man, I know the areolas get dark. Yeah. They get dark. I mean, if that was the case, it would be the same for men then. You don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> Because, mm-hmm. like, if a woman's lips matches her nipples, then this... Yeah, but I think what he's saying is, like, it changes, like a mood ring. Yeah. Like, see, like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes there's, bright, yeah. there's a bright pink and sometimes there's a, um, a, dark a moody hue, brown. Yeah. Yeah. Do, your, do your nipples change? Yeah, yours don't. <laughs> Yours might be broke. You should check them out. You might need Your mood ring is broken. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I think uh, the lead singer from Moody Brown is going to be on uh, the show next week. That'll be good. You'll always know when I'm in a good mood by the pink hue of my nipple. <laughs> Got to lift his shirt to check. Uh, so Dana White is convinced Jake Paul is going to get his ass whooped when he steps into the ring to fight Ben Askren. Uh, and he's actually willing to put money on it. He said, quote, I hope you can bet on this thing because I will bet $1 million that he loses this effing fight. He was talking with Mike Tyson on Hotbox in his podcast. He said, I bet a million dollars he loses this fight. Uh, White is convinced that Jake uh, does not have what it takes to beat an accomplished professional fighter like Ben Askren, who is 19 and 2 as an MMA fighter. Askren's strength is his wrestling, not his striking, but White doesn't think that matters. He's predicting a massacre when they finally, finally clash on April 17th. Oh, that's soon. Yeah. I yeah. like it. I'm, I have to watch that. Oh, of course. I want to watch this kid get his ass whooped. Yeah, like, I have to watch that. I'm telling you right now that if Ben loses this fight, oh, oh man. I mean, you already got one of the fastest knockouts because you got kneed in the head and you were down in, like, oh. two seconds, whatever, and that's what everybody knows you from. You know, now you get your ass whooped by Jake Paul. Ooh. Uh, I, you're I gonna have to, You're going to have to move to a different you're done. country. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know Ben Askren uh, well enough to know, but, I mean, I would think anybody in the UFC should be able to kill Jake Paul. Yes. Yes. Well, yes, I would think, listen, if I'm putting my money, I'm putting my money on Ben. But Jake Paul is training. He's taking it serious. He's a big guy. He looked decent. Uh, Obviously, you know, any pro fighter. But like, uh, you know, said in this article, Ben's big thing is his wrestling. So he's not not a huge striker. Obviously, he's trained striking and stuff. So I, why is he taking this fight? I don't I don't know why this because he's not even a big name. Like you know, right. uh, Jake Paul was uh, calling out Mayweather and calling out Conor McGregor and all these different guys, and then you wind up with Ben Askren. I don't know. Maybe. It doesn't really make any sense. It, doesn't lead, it leads me to believe that um, that Ben Askren's taking a payday to fall mm, so that Jake, Jake Paul can get a bigger fight. Well, hey, now we have to take Jake Paul seriously because he's beaten two professional athletes now. Right, right. So, I mean, that's you know that's what I'm getting out of this. Well, we'll definitely, have to, we'll definitely have to slow-mo through the tape if that happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get my Pauls mixed up. Logan is the one that's fighting Mayweather. And then Jake is fighting. Oh, Aspen. maybe you're right. Yeah, I get them mixed up too. I don't know. I don't think we care enough to know the difference. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> one, one is going to fight Mayweather. Is that is Logan? That happening Logan. Or, uh, I thought it was. It was happening because yeah. Logan is the older one. But Jake. Jake's the one that keeps winning fights. Right. And Logan, I don't. I think Logan has like a losing record. Yeah. So Jake is the one that slept that other that Nate Robinson. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Jake is the one that I saw who 
isn't like don't get carried away. He's not great, but he's taking it serious. He's right. fighting. I think he was he's training with shape. Sugar Shane Mosley and you know whatnot, whatever. Yeah, and then yeah. Logan uh, got beat up by some other TikToker or something. I don't know what he. Logan yeah. is the one that lost to the black dude twice. The guy from England. Okay, who's another YouTuber? Another YouTuber, yeah. Right. So he can't even beat a regular YouTuber. Right, right. Let alone the greatest champion in the history of boxing. <laughs> right. So Jake is uh, 24, and he's uh, 6'1". He's in good. He's in really good shape. But, you know, of course, that doesn't necessarily mean you're a great fighter or anything. But we'll see what happens. Uh, if Ben does lose, yeah, we're going to have to see whether he took a, took a fall. I watched on the ESPN Classic last night, Ollie Frazier, too. Oh, yeah, they've been oh, showing that. I saw it. Just good to watch old-school boxing. Yeah. Uh, I, I would love to see, like, if I'm Mayweather, I have no choice but to go in and punch this guy's nose through the back of his head. That's the only way that I could leave there with my head up right. in, the first, oh, yeah. in the first round. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this guy wants to fight me. I'll take the money. I'll take the payday. Boom. Break his face. Walk out. Yeah. So Logan Paul versus Mayweather was scheduled for February 20th, but it got postponed. Did you see the other big news, what Logan Paul did, that everyone's saying he's taking his training way more seriously now? Oh, he moved to Puerto Rico so he wouldn't be influenced by the nightlife in Miami and L.A. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's Puerto no. Rico. That's what I was just going to say. I was like, there's almost more nightlife in Puerto Rico. That's funny. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the Ollie Frazier fight, that's when fights used to, the heavyweight fights used to be, what, 15 rounds, 18 rounds? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, it's crazy to think that they used to have fights that long. They oh. used to just have fights where you just went until, uh, no, I think that was actually 12 rounds. But they would just have fights, yeah, like where they would just go until oh. somebody said, yeah, I'm done or got oh knocked my out. God. No much. Well, yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. Uh, so Major League Baseball, uh, Texas Rangers, they plan to pack their stadium to full capacity for their home opener, which is less than a month away. Uh, they say that they will require fans to wear masks, even though Texas doesn't anymore. Uh, and they're going to put up uh, plexiglass walls to protect the players from any contagious fans or anything like that. But uh, they're going to have a packed house for the Texas Rangers. From an airborne virus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That's interesting. Plexiglass. Um, okay, so uh, I'm trying to think of who has plexiglass. I, I see restaurants put plexiglass between booths. Right. I mean, I, it should be that way anyway. I agree. Privacy. Yeah, yeah. But well, it makes it quieter, so you yeah. don't hear everybody. Yeah, yeah. You talked about before about the uh, Hard Rock. They do such a great job over there with the uh, the plexiglass and cleaning and doing everything. You know, which I but, like that. You feel like you're at your own little table. Yes. You don't have to talk. I don't want to talk to anyone. I'm trying to win money here. Get yeah. out of here. But it does kind of stink. The fact that you have to walk through the restaurant with your mask on, and then you walk to, like, if you're not sitting at a booth, you're sitting at a table, and then you watch someone sneeze 10 feet away, and you're like, ah, oh, God yeah, damn it. Yeah, it's in the air. Yeah. There you go. What are you going to do? But I don't know. Um, I, I find when I'm at the uh, table, the blackjack table, I am very polite to everybody, to dealers and all that stuff. But if I'm on a roll and the dealer starts to talk to me, I don't want to talk to them. Right. And I'll tell them, stop talking to me. Really? But yeah, it's the first time I feel like I could do that and not be rude and just be like, stop. And then I'll, when I finally lose, I go, hey, sorry, I was just, and they're like, no, no problem, sir. They're used to all superstitions and stuff, so. Right, and if you're you're on a roll and you're doing it, you're playing against a dealer and it's just you and some guy comes walking up and is like, oh, let me get in here. <laughs> you know, if you ask, I always ask, hey, do you mind if I sit down? And if somebody were to say, I'm on a little bit of a heater here, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, I you always know? I always sit down and I just wait until they say, if they don't say, hey, you can come in, I, I just wait till the, till the shoe's done. Right. It's common courtesy. You guys playing cards? <laughs> oh, so uh, funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I kind of am I'm ready for a little bit of a Vegas trip, I think. Me too. I would love that. Going in June. It's Anybody else wants to come on party? Yeah, only up. <laughs> oh, nobody else, just me. Right. Uh, yeah. Why would you go all the way to Vegas for that? Uh, I feel like it's like more Legal. high class. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The places that I go around here, you know, you can kind of tell they're sadder, you know. <laughs> wow. I need sadness. What? You do? Yeah. I don't like the sadness. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, have get a peppier in my day. The sadness sad. is because you're crying when it's happening. <laughs> yeah. I don't cry during that, Gio. Watching movies. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> When's uh, the last time you got a good... Before COVID. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, COVID, they shut my place down. Carmen, have you been to Yoko? 
Uh, I did like last week, amazing. Mm-hmm. But she is so booked up that I can't I get back in for another month. You Spanish know what music. I need? I need to find another massage place. You know what I need? I need uh, not only up. I need only legs and feet. That's what uh, I want. Yeah. Yes. Oh, touch right? my feet. Oh, touch. You my would feet. touch my feet. You're gonna get kicked in the face. <laughs> oh no. I need only legs and feet, and maybe a little back. A little Yoko back. is so yeah. good that I'll fall asleep while she's massaging yeah. me. But if she touches my feet, wah, oh. it's on. <laughs> yeah, I'll spring out like. Kung Fu. Kick her across the room. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. Do not touch my feet. I do not like that. <laughs> when, we were, when we were over at uh, Safety Harbor Spa and I got an only feet massage, oh, oh. my God. I was sleeping in oh. like two minutes. And I literally... I think, I don't know. I didn't check the clock or anything. She may have been like, he's asleep. Hey, you're done. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Uh, I mean, it was fantastic, though. I, uh, I I have been in bed with my daughter, like, making tickle fights and all that stuff. And she'd be like, I know. Because she tries to tickle me, and I go, I'm not ticklish. And she goes, I know where you're ticklish. And I grabbed her, and I go, look at me. That's not even oh. funny. <laughs> not even funny to me. Do uh. not touch the bottom of my feet. You'll end up getting kicked in the head. So on uh, March 22nd, Somebody uh, who is a former guest of this show has a birthday. It's William Shatner. I'll tell you that. What is William Shatner turning? How old will he be? Oh, 85. By the way, I think that's my wedding anniversary. Okay. <laughs> uh, Carmen, you said 85? Yeah. All right. Any other guesses? 90 years old. I say, 90. I say 92. 92. I no, say- no, 90 also. 90 also. 95. 95. Oh. 87. 87. So what, like... 23 years younger than you, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> uh, William Shatner, Spanish Mike, will turn 90 years old wow. on March 22nd, and he's That's reportedly crazy. having a party on a replica of the Enterprise. That's pretty cool. Of course. And, yeah, he's, cool. and he's selling tickets. Tickets oh. will be $50, but a special package can go all the way up to $1,500. Uh, the actual party will be happening sometime in July, though. Even though his part his birthday is this month, so good guest on the show, William Shatner. Yeah, yeah, uh, I enjoyed having him on the program. Turns out he is not the local guy's father who nope. thought he might be his father all these years, and I fully supported that guy being able to find out because the facts were in his favor. His mother had led him to believe that William Shatner could be his father. He resembles him. There, there is proof that his parents were together. They had met when he was younger. It was a possibility the whole time. I believe Whoa. that... What happened? I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> I believe that he should have been given the opportunity to have the DNA test. DNA test was done. He is not the father, and uh, that's okay. I'm not mad at the guy. He wanted, he wanted to know who his real father was. I but mean, he, they... But he's got to stop calling a, himself Shatner now. They missed a great opportunity. Maury should have had him on and did yeah. it. Yeah. William Shatner, you are not the father. (laughs) The funniest thing to me about that guy that I always, I never believed him is because he spoke like William Shatner. His inflection, the way he talked, he sounded just like William Shatner. Well, he's still using Shatner now, even after he knows that that, that, I think is interesting. But that, like that's not hereditary. Like he was speaking like Shatner like he was doing like a William Shatner impression. To me that was always the dead giveaway that I didn't believe him. Uh, yeah. It's not hereditary, but yeah, yeah, you're right because he would have to have been around him to he get didn't... those mannerisms because I I find myself having my father's manneris- mannerisms some different things that I right. do. But he wasn't around so he wouldn't have picked up on those. You know what though, but Calvin, I I got to be honest. Uh my dad really wasn't around when I was a kid and I have a lot of his mannerisms. That's some of that stuff. But is you knew your dad. If you never, yeah. you never met him. But I, I you just not, saw him on TV. Uh, yeah, that's like he, true. To me, but that he guy, met him a bunch of times. But he was all to me. He was always trying to. I, I always felt in all the interviews he went in the studios up. He was doing a William Shatner impersonation when I, he was doing these interviews. I think it's because he really convinced himself. Yeah. that that was his father, and he began to to right. be like yeah. him just because he probably watched so much yeah. of his film and. Uh, Geo, I think. William Shatner might be exactly. my father. That's exactly how you would speak. I like this you guy. See, you sound almost Asian when you do that. <laughs> yeah. That's just because uh, I say, ah, Gio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a new Fox anthology series will be a romantic comedy with each season inspired by the music of a different pop star or group. Oh, boy. Well, you say, oh, boy. Yeah. But season yeah, I one. I need to see about Tommy and Gina. But season one will be... Huey Lewis in the news. So the guy's gonna do drugs. That's how it'll start out. It could be square. Hit the B square. Yep. Hit the B square. 
Yep, then he's uh, working out and eating right. <laughs> the weekend working for the weekend. Oh, now he's in good shape and he's working out and he's getting girls. Oh, and now he found one and he's asking her to marry him. I'm writing this goddamn series. <laughs> Now they're a little bit older. Goddamn, I love Huey Lewis. I know. I mean, so many good songs. Huey Lewis is so good. What do you think all the news guys are doing these days? Do you think they all work at Home Depot, or do you think they have enough money to... Not work. Good question. <laughs> Let's see guys. what. Uh, I mean, when you go fill out an application, like, <laughs> what was your last job? Sp- a saxophone player for <laughs> Huey Lewis. And like, what skills do you have that might make you think you're good to work at Home Depot? And he was like, not a lot, really. <laughs> I, I remember try- I wanted a job uh, when I was a radio producer for so long. I wanted a job at MTV, and they were like, what kind of experience do you have? I go, none. I just have done this. They go, what else can you do? I go, nothing. And I had no other. I had no other. So imagine you've been in the news uh, for the last 25 years, 30 years. I think Huey Lewis's backup band was actually the attractions for Elvis Costello, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. I've heard that before. I think you have to be mistaken age-wise, I don't think. Maybe some of them. Maybe some of the attractions. So this says that uh, John... Yeah. John Victor Kala, who is the guitarist for uh, Huey Lewis in the News. Oh, no. It says that his net worth is $200,000. Yeah, he's working for a living. Wow. He's taking what he's given. Yeah, he's, he's, taking, delivering. A, he's taking a pizza to your living room. Oh, dude, if you Uber Eats and the news brings you the pizza. Oh, well, no. So Joe is kind of right. Uh, the news from Huey Lewis and the news, uh, without Lewis, they eventually became the original backing band for Elvis Costello's first album, My Aim is True. There you go. Cool. Apologize. <laughs> Enjoy your pop-up video. Shows us. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Cool. Useless information. <laughs> but here's here's the thing with Huey Lewis in the news yeah. is he kept those guys around. Like as far as I know, that was you know he may have swapped some out and stuff. But who? Nobody knows the news. Nobody's yeah, like, no. oh man. The sax player for the news is the best. <laughs> Although Ronnie D may call and be like, "Oh, that's actually so and so." Right. I think only... of like uh, the E Street Band, though. You know a lot of the guys. Some of the guys in the E Street Band. You know, all yeah. the E Street yeah. Band yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. but that's but that's because the Bruce Band is, is good. in the Rock and Roll of Fame on their own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Bruce is nice. Bruce would always introduce him and stuff. But there's a lot of bands. <laughs> there's a lot of bands that. Uh, you know, especially Huey Lewis in the news. You can't name any of the news. I am looking men at, at men at work. Men at work, you know Colin Hay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And the men. There's only two guys, though. Prince and the Revolution. Oh, I can name them all. Nope. Oh, Dr. Wendy, Lisa, Prince, Phil. <laughs> no, no. The doctor on the keyboard. Yeah, that's, Dr. Keys. He was actually a surgeon. He was a surgeon. Surgeon Sally. Mm. And then... Uh, uh, Nipsey Russell. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Phil was great. Nipsey Russell. I don't think that's right. <laughs> uh, the Dutch engineer Lou Ottens died over the weekend. He was 94 years old. Ottens is the one who invented the cassette tape in the early 60s. He's and then actually, And then actually went on to help create the compact disc. Oh. CD, yeah. So he did the cassette tape and the, had a hand in the uh, CDs as well. Okay. I like that. Thank you, Mr. Ottman. Yes. Ottman. Uh, and finally in news, I have the catchiest advertising jingles of all time. When I say that, what pops in your mind? What uh, What do you think? Jingle for, uh, you know, commercial for something? Puppy monkey baby. Okay. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm lightning in it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the Pepsi song where they all sing together and they light like the candle. Teach Coke. the world. That's Coke. Yeah, 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 whatever. That. I'm <laughs> Uh, I'm lightning it. Uh, That actually comes in. That comes in at number twenty, or I'm sorry, number two out of twenty. Yeah. What about you? Deserve a break today at McDonald's? No, that's the McDonald's one. The double mint gum jingle. How does it go? How does it go? Double mint gum. Mm -mm. I only remember the last part. (laughs) 
You're an idiot. Break me off a piece of that. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Good one. Football man. cream. Uh, <laughs> that comes in at number nine, Carmen. Okay. Give me what a about, break. Give me a break. What do you got? What about? I want my baby back. Baby back. That actually comes in at uh, number thirteen. Really? Yeah, it comes in at number thirteen. But think about that. It's something you remember. It's a little oh, yeah. jingle that you definitely remember. Uh, coming in at uh, number nineteen. Clap on. Clap off. Clap on. Clap off. Yep. Joe has a couple of those in his yeah, house. <laughs> uh, number 18, I'm surprised they wrote it this way because it's not this way anymore. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, man. Do you know what it is now? Yeah. Ace is the place with your helpful hardware store. Yeah. Nope. Oh. Ace oh. is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Because you don't want okay. man in the title because, uh, yeah, oh, uh, ladies go there, too. Yeah. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware trans. <laughs> uh, any other guesses? What do you got? Some jingles. Let's go. Um, the best part of waking up is Folgers in your Ooh, cup. Oh, Folgers. Comes in at number 15, Joe. Yeah, there you go. Joe had to sing on top of his own song. <laughs> yeah. Come mm-hmm. on, Joe. You ready? The best part of waking up. It's, it's Folgers in your cup. Very nice. Pretty awful. Uh, number 17. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Oh, yeah, okay. But, that's, uh, that's a jingle. What? Six. <laughs> what did you just say? They're really good. Oh, man. 16 is the U.S. Army, be all you can be. Uh, 15 was Folgers. Uh, Huggies comes in number 14. Mommy, wow, I'm a big kid now. I'm oh, a big kid now. now. Mm-hmm. What about is a, hey, Mikey, I think he likes it. That's not a jingle. That's not a jingle. You can Just say talking. it like jingly. You, okay. Are you serious? Do you know what a jingle is? Oh. Yeah, it's a, the beginning half of a jingle. Is jingle, it a jangle. statement? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, you could say it jingly. It's the beginning of a jingle. Yeah, jingle jangle. <laughs> no. oh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> you, know the, you know the old jingle... Hey, Steve, I ordered a pizza. <laughs> right? That's a jingle. No? Yeah. Not if it's I not followed up with a jingle. Hey, yeah. Steve, I ordered a pizza. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful, guy. You're the worst. Cha-cha-cha-chia. Cha-cha-cha-chia. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, Chia Pet. That's I'm, a jingle. They're closed now, but I would have thought um, Toys R Us. Yep. Comes in at number 10. I don't want to grow up. I'm, I'm a Toys R Us kid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Carmen, number nine is Kit you don't Kat. Know, nobody know the rest of the words? Huh? <laughs> no. They got the best for so much. Let's really flip your lid from bike to train to video games. It's the biggest toy store there is. I don't want to grow up, but baby, if I did. I wouldn't be a Toys R Us kid. kid. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Out of Love business. It. Canceled. Love it. Poison my brain. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's go to the top three. We got yes. number two is McDonald's. Number three is... Ricola. Oh, yeah. Ricola. Ricola. Which I don't think that's really a jingle either. Me either. It's this guy <laughs> blowing a horn. And, right. And it's not even a good cough drop. If you really have a bad cough, you get Fisherman Friends. It tastes like wood chips, but they're yeah. the best things you'll ever have. Uh, Mike Kelta, I think you really should be able to get number one. You really should be able to figure out what number one is. Number one. Does Starbucks have a jingle? Best jingle. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Oh, the pressure is on me now. Well, anybody can guess. Anybody okay, can guess. Okay, but okay. Does Hooters have a jingle? <laughs> no. Hoots. Um, think of your fa- think of your favorite comedian. Oh man, you put me on the spot on that one. The Puddin' Pops. <laughs> I know you're a big fan of Bill Cosby. I not like Bill Cosby. Now this guy isn't known for his comedy. He is in his later. He was he was doing. He was a sports guy before. But then he got into comedy and he's oh, um, a comedian. What's Peyton Manning? Nationwide. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Underrated comic counts of Peyton Manning. Oh, Nationwide, dude. number one for the uh, best jingles. He's over here making time. a village. Yeah. <laughs> what, what about the Campbell's Soup? Stir, Campbell's Soup is in there, yes. Stir up mm-hmm. the Campbell's. Campbell's is good food. Soup is, soup good, is good food. food. That's yeah. it. Yep. Mm-mm, good. Uh, it comes into number eight. Joe finally chimes in with one. Yeah. Number seven was uh, State Farm. Like a good neighbor, <laughs> State Farm is there. there. Uh oh, SpaghettiOs. Oh yeah, uh, they're Gross. magically delicious. Lucky Charms. Yeah. Mm. Snap, crackle, pop. Uh, what was those SpaghettiOs? Ooh. Oh, anybody like SpaghettiOs? Yes, yes. My yeah. wife and son. My yeah. wife and son yeah. like SpaghettiOs. It's not even an Italian thing for me because I love Carabas. I even like Olive Garden. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. SpaghettiOs. 
is awful to me. Yeah, well, it's the it's that sauce. It's just like a weird ketchup. It, no, it's not it's even sweet. ketchup. It's, it's like sweeter. a it's like a weird yeah. Um, I feel like tomato you can, soup yes. that's not even a good soup. I feel like you can taste the tin in it. Yes, yeah, well, yeah it definitely it, has that taste to it. Yeah. Like, iron. I'm ashamed to admit this more than the crying this morning, but I oh. used to take a can of SpaghettiOs to school and I would just eat it right out of the can. Oh, I mean, a lot of kids delicious. do that. Yeah. You shouldn't be ashamed of that. A lot of kids do that. That's just gross. Nationwide is on your side. Beautiful. There you I go. don't want to grow up, but baby, if I did. <laughs> I remember a lot of things like that. A lot of TV theme songs, a lot of commercial theme songs. Like I, I don't just remember the genre, I remember everything. We were talking the other day about Mass, because he was an altar boy. And I was like, it's funny how you don't think you can remember, and all it takes is oh, one yeah. word. And he's he it. said some prayer, and I mean, for like a half an hour, we were just going through Father, a Father, all-powerful and never-ending God. Give him thanks and praise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Yeah. You, it was so responsive. You, yeah. you yeah. were triggered to respond to anything uh, that they said. Yeah. What? When you go to when you go to church, mm-hmm. they a lot a lot of the prayers are interactive. So the pre- preacher will say the first Call part. Call response. Yeah, yeah. And then you would say the second part, and you have been there so many times in your life that if somebody were to just walk by you and say it, you'd probably turn yeah. and answer them. Yeah. Just rush yeah. to give him thanks and praise. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Oh, it is so weird, too, when you start breaking it down. Yeah, it's it so weird. Right yeah. to give him thanks and, and praise. praise. The guy you never see. This is the cup of my, my blood. blood. Drink you from it. Drink it. <laughs> yeah. This is my body, Take which he's given up for you. Take it all of you and eat it. Yeah. yeah. Take and uh, eat. Uh, yeah, yeah. and then weird. you you stand in line and let a priest put a disgusting piece of cardboard bread oh, in your I, mouth. By the way, like that, the do you know that SpaghettiOs, that's their alternative uh, <laughs> thing? Is This is a cup of my blood. That's their thing. This is a cup of my blood. I thought you meant a church. If they were out of wafers, they gave you SpaghettiOs. <laughs> oh, my God. What prayers can you say? Can you Can you say a Hail Mary? I don't think I could do it all the way through. Can you say an Al Farther? I, that I think I could do all the way can through. Can you get Carmen... Uh, Calvin? Ne- never been to church. Uh, no, I know. Uh, the only thing I know is, uh, yeah, I could, I could start one prayer, I think. What is the Our Father who art in heaven? That's, yep, that's it. Be thy yeah. name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah, that's all I have. Because I had, whenever I was younger, my mom had a necklace that whenever you looked in the middle of it, that had that prayer in there. You know oh, what I'm talking cool. about? It was yeah. like a cross, and it had like a little, uh, little like... Um, magnifying glass thing in there and you looked in and the prayer was in there. Yeah, how, how hypnotic. Yeah. Uh, wait a second. So what are they trying to think? There are some other... Because oh, you can go there on Easter, you'll get whacked with the yeah. oh, yes. prayers. We were trying to remember... You remember in the rosary how it's basically Our Father and Hail Mary, but then when you get to the beads by the cross, the there's B. the one... That's the, the name that's of it. it. We couldn't Thank we couldn't you. Yeah, it. we couldn't remember. You 13 Google years. It? 13 years of Catholic school. Yeah. <laughs> Bless uh, me, what Father, about, for I have sinned. It has been 32 years since my last confession. confession. These are my sins. Yeah. What the, do you only, do? the only prayer that I know is, uh, woe to thee of earth and sea, for the devil sends his beast with wrath. Don't. Oh, don't because start he knows his time is short. No. Let him who hath understanding reckon You're the number the of devil. the beast. Sacrilege. You're calling the devil right now. Oh, it is are. a human number. Don't do it. Don't do it. Six hundred and sixty-six. I hope it follows you home. I hope it follows you home. No. Forever unclean. Forever in blue jeans. I watched Saturday Night Fever the other night. Was the brother? Was John Travolta's brother who was the priest and then not a priest? The priest from The Exorcist. Yes, it is right. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah, he got typecasted. All he could do is yeah. priest. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Weird priest, too. Not even like full-on regular priest. Priests who do weird things. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, that's a good line, dude. He's like, hey, Father, Father, my my girlfriend loves to taste of communion wafers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I was an altar boy. I heard the priest cursed on the altar. Uh, Father Garisto well, cursed up there. not allowed. He went to his little tackle box where they keep all the... Uh, <laughs> tackle box. <laughs> well, that's what they call it. He got a rapella. <laughs> He had the box where he had his little communions in there, and whoever the last priest was didn't reload it after the mass. So when he went over to open it up, boom, empty. Oh. And he was like, "Where is that? I don't know. We're not allowed to go in your tackle box. Only you can go in there." And he was like, "Son of a!" And he dropped f bombs. I was like, "We're all gonna. We're all. We're literally in church on the altar." Jesus is hanging yeah. behind us, just staring at us, shaking his head. Oh. I was like, this guy's going to take us all down. Yeah. He's going to take us all down. <laughs> and, uh, and Carmen, you've never been to confession? No. Oh, Ooh. you would immediately light on fire if you I'm were I'm not Catholic. 
I know, but it's such a fun thing to do. Oh, because you go in a bo- you go in a dark box. <laughs> no, Man. that doesn't sound fun. Don't I don't want to go in a dark box. <laughs> you get, and you get on your knees. <laughs> oh, no. That's true. You do. You get you on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> you go into a box, right? Oh, yeah. And on one side there's there's a curtain, and on the other side there's a curtain. And in the middle is a little room where the priest goes. And there's a then when he's talking to the other person, and when it's your turn, he slides open the window so you can see his like silhouette and the light. And that's so you can confess all your sins. And no one feeling. and no one figured out these people were doing bad things to look kid, little well, he kids. Can't touch he's, a, he's in the time. box. Yeah. He's in his own box. He yeah. can't reach you. But, it's I mean, a one time you're actually protected. But see, you had it di- in my church. We did not have those for reconciliation. Well, we also had face to face. See, we only had face to face at my church. And when you're eight years old doing reconciliation for the first time, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, it yeah, those what you butt say. plugs are real. Well, those. <laughs> Having to tell him about them. It's the worst part. I went into a uh, room one time. You just got to get on a line. I got into the line, and when I went in there, the priest was just sitting there, and I was like, where's the box? I was like, there's no box in here. I got on the wrong line. Then I had to look him in the eye. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. And then the worst part is I always felt like I, I, didn't, I didn't make up my sins. I was such a good kid. <laughs> I was like, I lied twice. And uh-huh. Didn't have anything really interesting. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, impure good. thoughts was a big one. I'm never going to tell anybody about that. Oh, I did. I oh. told impure thoughts. And- I'm not mad at that. I didn't. I don't control the fleeting thoughts that go into my head. Uh, we were felt made to feel like we were in control, and we were sinners for thinking <laughs> about our teachers sexually. Oh, I never thought of it. <clears throat> oh, I had some pretty high Catholic teachers. I had nuns that were named after men. Sister Patrick. We were the the group of kids that they had just gotten rid of all the nuns, like Sister Joan, and they brought in all new teachers, and most of them were like in their young 30s. Sister Joan is never a good Joan. No, She's never she was a good really sister. Mean. Yeah, it's always Sister Joan. It's like the, the name. It's like a fraternity nickname that they give you. You're Sister Joan, you're the mean one. Yeah. When, you, when your nun fraternity is getting nicknames, yeah. you get a mean one. I don't know why. I had Sister Patrick, who was actually a pretty nice nun, but she would she would stop me in the hall and she'd be like, Calta. And I'd go, yeah, and she'd go, I said a prayer for you last night. I go, thank you. And she goes, to St. Jude, the prayer for hopeless causes. Ah! And she'd walk away. I was like, I don't know. She'd float you're supposed away. To be nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> they could be, be very mean. Yeah. I was like, you're supposed to be nice to me. Yeah. I don't understand did, why you're... Did, did you have to, ever have to ring the bell when they do the, the unification, the, when the body turns into the actual... Wait, 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 wait. There's three times you're supposed to ring the bell. Yes, yeah, right. right. When they put their hand over the cup, yeah. when they raise up the uh, communion... When somebody Ding. tips you. Yeah. <laughs> and when the priest unzips his pants. Yeah. Oh. No, that's when you that's don't a ring warning the bell. bell. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, on my first mass as an altar boy, I get confused and I rang the bell like seven times. <laughs> Afterwards, the priest said to me, the same one that cursed, he's like, hey, well, uh, well, not so much bell, but you did good. <laughs> he brought trouble. a uh, bike horn to brought, his as an altar boy. Yeah. yeah I got Why? I brought a, cause Bells I, weren't invented then. <laughs> no. My brother and I were doing it. We hated it. And he and I said, oh, I'm just going to bring a bike horn and use that instead of the bell. He's like, you won't do it. So I brought the bike horn, snuggled, uh, smuggled it under there. And when they said, they raised the thing up, this is the body of Christ, instead of like, the ding, it's like, yeah. I wanted I wanted a ooga, but I also, all I got was, pam, pam. For the free sake. He turned around and gave me a look. I did not do it again, uh, but I was not given that pam, responsibility. Pam, yeah. Oh, that's pam, pam. It'd be better. It'd be better if it could be a ooga. So, when I was a kid, uh, they filmed Easy Money, the Roddy Dangerfield movie, at my school, at my church. And I was an altar boy, and I was an alternate altar boy for that. And uh, Mark Gasitz and Andrew Borner were, were kids that were a year older than me. They ended up being the altar boys that made it into the movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We never had anything cool like that for our altar boys. No. Well, we the only reason we became altar boys is because once a year you got to go to Great Adventure, which was like that's the pretty sweet. Yeah, and yeah, and it was a school bus, and it came picked you up and drove you there, and that basically was the year of suffering was so that you can go to Great Adventure at the end of the year. Yeah. That was it. We uh, the coolest thing that ever happened with us at our church is they did. Uh, we had like a youth church that came in towards the end, but that was awesome because it was like a bunch of band kids from a different school would come and play music. And that's the first time there was ever like big band music playing in church, which was great compared to just a boring organ. Yeah. Know? Yeah, that's another thing. Um, we used to have random religious plays at the school, and some group of hippies would just stop by, and they'd be like, I, don't, I bet you they came to the school, and they were like, hey, we have a play. It's about Jesus, and he was 50 bucks in some school lunch, and we'll play it for you. Oh, no. And they would just let him get on stage and do the performance a couple uh, times a day. Uh, did you have to do the Station of the Cross every year? Yep. Uh, yeah, we had to go worst. and walk through and stare at Jesus Brutal. getting tortured. Did you have to do Brutal. it, too? Yeah, Yeah, you did it, too. Yeah, I guess Brutal. they make everybody do it. Do you?
Oh. No. No. No, oh, no, 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 no. I rebuke you. I rebuke you, yeah. Satan. You have no power here, Satan. Because he knows the time is short. Carmen, make it stop. I can't. I'm not going over there. The Be gone, Satan. The power of Christ compels you. Eh, let him in, maybe. Oh. Just a little bit. Oh, you've let him in before. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. On that note, we'll go to break. <laughs> It's the Mike Caldas Show. Comedian Mike Cannon stopping by this morning. And then the Marty Ray Project will be here to perform all coming up during today's show. Mike Cannon's coming back tomorrow. Should we involve him in the 6 and 9? Oh, yes. We'll ask him when yes. he comes in. Plus, I didn't talk about the thing that I'm dreading that I have to do today. <laughs> it's the Mike Caldas Show. This is 102.5 The Bone. Just what I Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.